honey welcome to the inspiring honey show i am so excited to get to hang out with you today whether you're on a walk cleaning your kitchen at work wherever you are i am just so excited and so honored to be able to have this conversation with you i am very excited because this episode is our second episode in the series on modesty if you guys are already a subscriber to the podcast then you know that for the next four weeks we're talking about modesty and we're going to be looking at scripture and we're going to be getting to what god says our hearts should reflect about modesty and i'm so thrilled and honored because on today's episode of the inspiring honey show we are joined with such a beautiful woman with such a wonderful heart for the lord Courtney. And if you guys don't already know Courtney, she is a lifestyle and modest fashion blogger from South Georgia. She enjoys sharing healthy recipes and all her favorite things. She's a wife, a dog mom, and a mom-to-be to her baby boy that's on the way. I have followed her account for the last few years and as soon as I started following her, I was hooked on her content. She has just such a light to her, such a beauty to her, and I'm just always so inspired and encouraged by all the things she posts. So I am so thrilled and honored to be able to have this conversation with her today that we can all hear together and we can hear her beautiful heart on modesty and hear the way that God has worked on her heart. Courtney, welcome to the show. Can you just um, tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, it's so good to be here. I am really excited for today's episode. I'm excited to just talk about modesty. It's a topic that is very dear to my heart and one that I could definitely talk about for hours. And so hopefully <laughs> I won't ramble too much today, but it is something that I love to talk about and something I'm passionate about. But, um, well, my name is Courtney Tolliver Guthrie, and I'm 26. I am a mom-to-be. I'm having a little baby boy in November. So that is, like, the center of my world right now. Everything's revolving around that and pregnancy, and it's honestly just so fun and exciting. Um, I am a wife to Ansley, and we have been married since October 2017. And we dated for four years before that. Uh, I grew up in Oklahoma in a small town right outside of Tulsa, and I grew up on a little farm. I had the best childhood. I went to a small Christian school and then went to a public school, a very large public school my sophomore year and those three years of high school. So that was a fun transition, (laughs) but I had a great life and great upbringing with two Christian parents and I'm very thankful for how they raised me and my um, heritage that I have. I have a wonderful heritage of godly people, and I'm just very thankful that God allowed me to be in that family and just where I'm at today. It's all because of him, but I am very excited to talk today and that's it amazing you are so sweet and I followed you on Instagram for a while and I just absolutely adore all of your content everything you share and your love for the Lord just honestly shines through so beautifully um so I'm so honored to have you today and the first question that I ask all guests who are on the show is this and it's what are the most inspiring words that you have ever heard or read oh man that's hard. Hmm, I'm trying to think. This is such a generic answer, but it's one that definitely came up, just popped into my mind. But um, my 
probably like my little motto that I like to live by, and it's probably on like every single one of us's Pinterest boards, but it's um, be the change you want to see in the world. And that mm-hmm. is definitely one of my favorite quotes because, you know, it's easy to look at our world today and see all the wrong and all the negatives and all the things that we wish we could change, but we really can't. And so it's our job just to be the change we would like to see and just try our very best to share the light of Jesus every single day in our daily lives and hope that we can be influential to someone somewhere. But that's probably my number one thing that I try to live by. I love that. And I think it's so important. Like you said, we can be that change and be the light, you know, that Christ calls us to be. And I definitely see you doing that through your Instagram. Like when I first started following you, you just started sharing Bible verses and like little, little bits and pieces of what God has been teaching you and you just handle it so well. Um, so I think that's so, so awesome. And that's great advice for anybody listening to. Um, but I'm super excited. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that wisdom. I'm super excited to talk about modesty with you. I know that it can kind of have a negative background um, just based off like of conversations that I've had with older women um, within my church. But I know personally, I've never really had a bad connotation of modesty. I think because when I started to understand modesty and, and go um, deep within it, in my faith, I was at a more mature place. Um, but it can be really, really misunderstood and, and given such a bad rap. So I just wanted to start this conversation with a simple question and ask you, what does modesty mean to you? Oh, ma'am, that's good. Um, modesty for me is like basically ensuring that I am doing like my very best in honoring God through my body. Mm-hmm. So like obviously we have to honor God in all ways and areas of our lives, but with my body, you know, it says that our body is a temple mm-hmm. and we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So I really take that seriously now and I used to not whatsoever. I don't think everyone <laughs> takes that seriously from birth. I mean, you definitely go through phases like I went through a, you know, kind of crazy stage through teenage years and stuff to where I was just trying to figure everything out. And modesty was not important to me in a lot of those years. But as I started to mature, like you said earlier, I loved that you said that, that you were in a mature place. And so that helped you so much. But as I started developing spiritual maturity, that God just really, really gave me a love for it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really because I asked him to. Like, I didn't have a love for it. And so a little bit about me is I was raised in a um, Pentecostal holiness church. I know a lot of us probably know a little bit about it, a little bit about the religion. But um, so every church, though, is so different. And my church was, you know, I don't feel like anything crazy. I just feel like, you know, very middle of the road. Well, when I was dating Ansley and I knew that we were going to have to move here and I totally accepted that and it was I was excited to move here but his church was a little more strict than my church was and so that's kind of what started it was just like Lord like I know I'm gonna have to go to that church like I want to I want to be accepted in that church but like I don't want to just do things because 
I have to do them. Like, I want to do things because I want to do them. And Mm -hmm. I want to be modest. And I want to love modesty and not have it something, not have it be something for the rest of my life that I struggle with. Because I had struggled with it up to that point. And so I just really prayed that pretty consistently. And over time, like, God really did develop that love for modesty in my heart. And so now, like, I love talking about it, and I'm so passionate about it because he did give me that love for it. So it's like I could kind of encourage anyone that's listening that if you have struggled with that, like, just, like, ask God to, like, help you with it and give you a love for it. And your modesty may look different than my modesty, but he's going to guide you, and he's going to lead you into the modesty that, you know, you should you should inherit. And I think that's what's so beautiful about having a personal relationship with him. Mm, I love that so much. I think that everything you said is just so good. You know, you shared a little bit about where you're at with it and how you actually had to ask the Lord to give you a heart for modesty, which I think is so incredible to hear. And I think we kind of need to hear that because I know in my own heart, you know, I've like had to pray about it. And I think sometimes like not being modest is is very tempting, right? Because it could be the easy thing to do. Um, and, and I guess my question is, um, my next question would be, I know that we, you kind of touched on this and, and having your own personal relationship with Jesus, but modesty really boils down to what's hidden in our heart, um, and where we're looking for approval and, and how we're kind of like posturing our heart. Um, so what would you say to a woman that's listening, uh, that, are some good practical questions that she could be asking herself about one, the posture of her heart so that she can have the desire for modesty that you do. And two, that she can kind of like check herself about the clothing she's wearing. Well, it's, it is so personal to every one of us because we all have different things that we struggle with and we all have different, you know, battles that are, you know, basically, Sending from our heart because, I mean, it says, like, our hearts are deceitfully wicked, mm-hmm. right? Like, no one's born with a wise, you know, very holy heart these days. Like, you have to get saved. Like, you have to develop that with God and, like, when you're, getting, you know, developing your relationship with Him. But, so, our hearts naturally lead us astray. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's really, really easy to especially like these days, but it's so easy just to like listen to somebody speak on modesty and they're not even modest themselves, but like what they say sounds so good. And like, there's so many people these days, what they sound is so, it sounds so good and it feels so good. Like we can't listen to the sounds or the feelings Mm. that we feel because it's just, it's not, it's not conducive to actually, you know, following the word of God. So you have to really look in scripture and, you know, really meditate on scriptures and then kind of compare them to your life. So, you know, modesty as a whole is, is something that is, you know, deciphered a lot of different ways because God didn't just give us a, you know, 10 step rule of like how to be modest. Sometimes I really wish he did because it would be, (laughs) you know, so much easier, but he didn't like, he left that up to, you know, us because we have to find that through him. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, 
it's just, you can't, I can't really say anything specific to people other than, you know, pray and let God like guide you and ask him for direction. So like, Mm. I am, I'm thankful that like kind of, you know, whenever I wear something that I don't feel real comfortable in, I'm like, I'm glad because that means that like, I, I can feel that, you know, and that is him, like, speaking through that, you know, still small voice he has, but just that, you know, when you're not comfortable wearing something, whenever, you know, some things just, you know, you're just kind of like, you, you can tell whenever you wear something that you shouldn't wear, yeah. and just that feeling that you feel, and, like, would I be embarrassed if so-and-so, like, a, a certain place, person that you held in really high regard, like, saw me in this, like, something like that, you know, and, um, I don't really, I don't, that's probably not a very good answer, and I was kind of, like, a, a li- little bit of babbling there, but <laughs> I just try, I try to just, in my daily prayer, like, just pray, like, God guide me, and, you know, now I've really developed a, just a way of dressing that I feel very, very comfortable, and I just kind of stick to the same, you know, guidelines, but in the beginning, like, there was a lot of times when I put something on, and I did not feel comfortable in it at all, and then I would, I would still wear it, and I'd be miserable, I, like, I would be kind of just, like, tugging and pulling and doing all that, like, all day long, and then I'd be like, you know what, I need to just get rid of that, because obviously, like, I don't need to be wearing it if I feel that uncomfortable, (laughs) I love so much of what you said. Like, there's so many points that I'm like, okay, I want to touch back on that. I want to touch back on that. First and foremost, I love what you said about, like, how so many people talk about modesty, right? And, like, it can sound so good and it can sound so great, but then they're not even modest at all. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, this isn't conducive to the word of God. And I know that personally, like, over the years, God has continued to refine my heart and what I would approve and think is modest last year necessarily isn't what I think is modest this year and also too like the last thing you said about you would wear something and you'd feel uncomfortable so you'd be tugging and pulling at it and then you'd just feel miserable and like I can attest to that so much whenever I've worn something that I'm like okay the Holy Spirit's nudging me this isn't what I should be wearing but I'm just gonna wear it anyway and then you're just so uncomfortable you're so self-conscious like it's just you can tell like the Holy Spirit gives that to you. So I just love mm-hmm. those two points. And there's so much that you said was just so wise. Thank you. I really appreciate that. But I mean, the number one step in that, because I mean, if you really don't have a heart for God, then, you know, you're not going to feel those things because mm-hmm. you don't have that want to please him. So like the number one thing is like, praying for that you know Mm. just desire to please him like that was one thing that I had to pray a lot about because I mean I did I definitely had a conscience I won't say I didn't have a conscience but I just didn't really have that desire to please God in in just the simple things you know like just make Mm. sure that my life was really pleasing to God in all things and so that's number one is like just praying for that you know desire and God will give it to you Mm. Absolutely. And I love that you you keep going back to that and praying for God to work on your own heart because like you said, the convictions of modesty are kind of personal for each of us and we each have our own struggles. But if we're going against what God is telling us to do, then we're we're sinning in our own heart. And I love too that you said um, that God doesn't give us like a 10 best thing to wear to be modest because (laughs) I actually had a question written down about how the Bible doesn't give us an itemized list of what's modest and what what isn't modest. Um, And in your own walk, I know you – 
you pray a lot and that's what's helped you. So other than than that, is, is prayer the only thing that's really been able to help you draw the line and understand what modesty is and how you can honor God with your body? Or um, is there any like scripture, any books that you've read that have really helped you to find that line of modesty where you say, okay, like I know this is wrong to wear and I'm not going to wear it because it goes against honoring God with my body. Like what, um, how do you help draw that line? Yeah, there's not really any books that I can think of. Um, I may have, but I just have a terrible memory. <laughs> Probably just the Bible. Is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the best definitely prayer. Definitely prayer and the Bible is like your two go-tos for sure. And then also, I, I mean, looking at people that you really honor and you have a lot of respect for. So like women in that you look up to and you say like, you know, basically like, these women in my life that I definitely don't dress as modest as they do that but they are a totally different generation so like what is modest and like really proper for them to wear and might be a little different than me because I'm a junior generation like that's going to change and throughout the years which obviously not like drastically but I mean you know just just a little bit of differences here and there but like I think of if I saw them wearing that what would I think, like, mm. a certain thing, you know? So it's like, if you held someone in such high regard and you saw them walking down the street in something specific that you were like, whoa, like, I did not expect them to be wearing that or, you know what I mean? Like, something like that. Like, I think of what, what do I, what would I think that the people that are, like, closest to God in my life, like, what they wear is usually, is kind of how I like to, you know, apply to my own life. Mm, I think that is so good. And I know for me too, like one of my mentors, um, I all, she's like one of the most godly women I know. And I've always looked up to her and she always looks so lovely. Like no matter when mm-hmm. I see her, I've come over to her house early in the morning. I've gone to her house at night. Like I've seen her all different times and she has kids and well, she has one son, but um, she has another baby on the way. But anyway, long story short, she's always looked so lovely and she's always been dressed so beautifully and I've always admired that about her because she's always in a modest dress and um I remember a couple years ago when she started really like pouring into my life I had asked her about how do you always wear dresses and look so nice and she just said that she kind of shared it with me and in my own walk I would say within the last few months that's like really what the Lord has led me to do and I think it's so interesting because he kind of plants those seeds through the mentors like you said and the godly women that we see um But I guess another question for you that I have, um, have you ever been tempted since you're a fashion blogger and you have your own shop, have you ever been like tempted by the fashion trends to not dress in in the modest sense and not follow the convictions God put in your heart? And um, how do you look at that and say, okay, I'm not going to just go with what the world's saying for me to do. I'm going to do what God has called me to do and dress modestly, even if it's not, I mean, the cultural thing to do or the cool thing to do. I, I definitely, I, I totally understand what you're asking, but um, there's not really, a, not that I can think of a time that I was really tempted per se, because like I am very thankful that I've gotten to a place in my like later 
later teenage years and young adult years that I, I am pretty steadfast like I'm sure of what I should and shouldn't wear like for mm. me personally so I'm thankful that I haven't really ever been tempted to change that because of social media or because of trends but I still like there I think there's there's times that I definitely caught myself like wishing like you know I never would but in my heart I kind of be like man like that's so cute like that I would love to wear that and then I have to kind of catch myself and I'm like it's it is so cute but it's it's definitely a trend and it's something that you know you see push in your face and it does look so cute on these girls and they look beautiful but it's like at the end of the day I I would not be able to wear that and be where I am with God because God has definitely placed those convictions in my heart. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm not truly tempted, but there's been a few times that I regretfully have like caught myself and I think, Oh, I wish I could wear and I have to kind of catch myself and be like, no, you really don't at the end of the day, because God has drawn those lines for you. And there's a reason. And mm-hmm. the thing about it is that's what's so important about having, you know, a personal relationship because we're all so different. And so some people can do things that I wouldn't be able to do and be totally okay, and vice versa. But God knows our hearts at the end of the day, and He knows what we struggle with and what mm-hmm. would like inevitably take us, you know, to a place that we don't need to be. And so I'm like, who knows? You know, with me, it could be something, you know, about modesty that would really affect my, you know, life. And so which I think that it could affect everyone's life, you know, of course, but, you know, that's just, I think that of that a lot of how like, we're all so different and that's mm. why it's so important to seek him and <laughs> make sure that we're doing what he wants us to do at the end of the day. Absolutely. And I, I just love so much how you keep touching back on the needing the personal relationship with Jesus because that's the most important thing. And like you said, he's going to give us convictions because – there's different callings on each of our lives and he knows what what we truly need and only he can tell us that and my next question is something that I've been talking to my friends about a lot recently and I love to hear your wisdom about it because right now we're in the middle of summer and it's super hot what do you do about swimsuits and how do you handle the swimsuit situation because honestly like it's basically I think in my opinion crazy what swimsuits have boiled down to (laughs) Um, and it's something that you know is a constant conversation between me and a few of my friends and something I'm constantly praying about so what is your what can what wisdom do you have to share about swimsuits well like I, I mean you know reverting back to everyone is so different but personally I don't wear any, I don't like wear anything to the beach or pool that I wouldn't wear in public. Like that's Mm -hmm. just my personal stance on it. So I, my swimsuits don't necessarily look like swimsuits to most people. But of course, thankfully these days, there's a lot of companies out there that are developing really modest swimsuits. And so, um, I, I think of like, so if someone came in and saw me in, you know, changing, like, with a bra and underwear on, like, I would be so embarrassed. But, like, I don't, I personally don't see how that would be any different than, you know, wearing a two-piece swimsuit to the beach. Like, it, it's the same amount of coverage. So, like, personally, I would never be able to feel okay with that. But, 
you know, everyone has to definitely find, you know, find that conviction for themselves. But I mean, these days it's, it's definitely more accepted Mm. to dress more modestly at the beach because like I've noticed that a lot of people are more, you know, careful about sun exposure and all that. So you see like rash guards and all that, you know, these days. And so that helps a lot not feel so (laughs) different. But I, I used to kind of struggle with that because I'd be like, oh, my word, like, I look so different than everyone here. But now, like, it does not bother me whatsoever, and I feel confident in what I wear. I feel very modest, and I think that it's just one of those things where you have to really, you know, pray about because it's that's probably the trickiest subject regarding mm-hmm. modesty of swimsuits because especially if you've grown up wearing, you know, just regular bathing suits, like, switching from that to something more modest would feel so odd. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, like, I grew up, you know, wearing very similar to what I wear now, so it's not that weird for me. But other people, like, when they see what I wear to the beach and stuff, they're like, is that what you wear, like, swimming? <laughs> like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I love that, though, and I love that you shared that because personally, like, when I was growing up, modesty wasn't, like, a huge conversation, you know, so I just wore typical bathing suits, and it's been something that I'm still really praying about and trying to figure out, okay, God, like, what conviction do you have on my heart? Like, how do I handle this? What do I wear, you know? And it's a conversation that I'm constantly having, like, with my friends who I think are wise, like, um, and I'm constantly praying about it and trying to figure it out. So I love that you shared that. And what has given you the confidence? Um, is there anything that any Bible verses or anything that you feel like has just given you this confidence in the Lord to be like, nope, I'm dressing for God and I might look different, but I'm okay with that. Um, probably, you know, just, I can't even think of what it exactly says, but Basically, you know, whenever the Bible tells us, like, be separate from the world, mm. at the end of the day, it's it's okay to be different yeah. than other people. And I think that we get so caught up with, oh, other people are, you know, wearing this, other people are wearing that. At the end of the day, like, we are supposed to be different than everybody mm. else. And, you know, it may feel, it may feel odd, but then again, like, I think we just are giving ourselves, like, too much credit because... We think that everyone's looking at us and everyone's thinking we're freak shows, you know, for being more modest, but they're not. Like, people don't care. Like, people are living their own lives, doing their own thing, and people really aren't thinking of you as much as you think that they're thinking of you or looking at you. So I always remember that. I'm like, I don't care at the end of the day, you know, if if people do, you know, glance at me and be like, oh, wow, you know that's different but because I want to be different at the end of the day and you don't have to be weird to be different like you can still look cute and you know everyone uses that the verse in the bible that says that ye um you're a chosen generation and Mm. it says that you are a peculiar people so everyone's (laughs) like Oh, yeah, it's okay to be weird because it says we are peculiar. But uh, last year, actually, I was studying that verse and I was looking at it in the Greek. And peculiar does not even mean weird or strange (laughs) in the Greek. It actually means purchased. Mm. And that was the neatest, like, 
thing to me ever because my whole life I'd heard that like you know there'd be kind of an odd person in the church that we were like oh yeah she's very peculiar so she really close with God <laughs> but really it's just like you don't have to be you don't have to be weird you just have to be separate like mm-hmm. you have to be at the end of the day, we're purchased. We are bought with a price, and we have to act and we have to dress like we were bought with a price. And I think that if you start really focusing on that and meditating on that, then God will God will lead you and guide you to the place He wants you to be. But that that's really good about you know just the swimsuit topic because I think that it is such an important discussion that everyone has such strong opinions on. But it's at the end of the day. I don't I don't feel strange anymore with how I dress to the beach or to the pool, but it definitely, you know, it, sometimes it takes some time, but I'm thankful that I don't feel that way anymore. I love that, and I love that you shared what you learned about that verse because I think it's so important. I mean, personally, when I study verses, I love to study, like, the Greek because it, it I feel like it just reveals so much more to us, but I love that you were like, it doesn't even mean peculiar. It means purchased. <laughs> um, but, I thought that was so neat. <laughs> It really is. Um, but as you were talking, I just kept thinking of Romans 12 too, about how we are set apart from the Lord, from the world, I'm sorry, and that we are the Lord's and um, we're chosen people. And I, I just think that's so incredible. And I really just admire your heart for prayer and your heart for the Lord. And I want to ask you one last question about how women who are seeking to be more modest, maybe the girl listening to this is modest, but she feels like she should be more. Or maybe the girl listening to this has never even thought about modesty until this conversation. Um, What advice and what kind of words of wisdom can you give to the woman listening about modesty and um, dressing in a way that her body honors the Lord, um, over anybody else. So what wisdom do you feel led to share on that? Well, I mean, mainly just, I kind of might repeat some things, but I kind of sound like a broken record probably. But at the end of the day, you have to just really, I, I, one of my favorite things to pray, and I, it's kind of like a go-to of mine sometimes, where I feel like I, I probably pray it too much, but um, just God, like you are the potter, and mm-hmm. I'm the clay. Like that's what I pray a lot. Like I find myself praying that when I don't know what else to pray. But like, you know, there's a lot of different things, not just modesty. There's a lot of different things in our lives that He wants to mold and He wants to change and make you the perfect version of you and in his eyes and like you may think I'll never be perfect but like you could be perfect to him if you could like it is very possible and I think that that's what we all get so hung up on is I'm never going to be good enough like there's always something I got to change there's always something I got to do better yeah there may be but like if you look at it with a negative mindset then it will be like it will be you know just a battle but if you look at it as like god like you're the potter i'm the clay like mold me into what you want me to be like i'm a vessel and i want to be used of you and maybe to be used of you you have to make me into something that i'm not right now and i i've definitely had to pray that and i I mean god's changed me a lot over the past 10 years of my life like i mean completely 180 of what 
you know, my mindset used to be and what it is now. And I'm just very, very thankful because I have so many friends and even family members that seem like they're going the other way of that and deconstructing Christianity. Mm. And, you know, they want to call everything legalism. And I'm like, you, you got to be careful with that because at the end of the day, maybe it's what you would think would be legalism, but it's what God wants of me. And maybe he wants that of you too. And you just have to pray, God, like mold me and then make me what you want me to be. And, and I promise you, if you pray that way with a, like a sincere heart, you will look back in a few years and be like, I can't even like, I can't even begin to explain how I got here. Like, how did I get here? But then like just day by day, you'll make small steps into becoming the person that God wants you to be. And it just takes that simple prayer and sincerity. But Lord, I want to be what you want me to be. And he will take it from there. Mm, that is so good and so wise. Courtney, I can't thank you enough for just sharing all your wisdom today and your sweetness and just your love for the Lord. It's just so apparent. Um, and you, you just have such a beautiful heart for the Lord. How can listeners of today's episode connect with you online, shop your store, follow you, and just get to see what you're sharing? Well, I am mainly on Instagram, and it's just at Courtney Tolliver. And I have a online store now, and that's Shop Courtney Tolliver. So that's been really fun. I've been doing that for a little over a year now. So those are my two main socials. And I used to post on YouTube. I'm thinking about starting that back up again with all the baby stuff that's coming because sometimes like Instagram just, you know, you can't do long videos. And I like to talk a lot if you haven't been able to tell throughout this podcast. But, yeah, those are the two places that you can find me. And I would definitely love for you to follow me. And I would love to talk to any of you over there that um i really like to dm people like i really try to respond to every single message that i get or everyone that i see because i love to talk and connect with people through social media and i think that it's an incredible thing amazing and i definitely suggest following courtney she's incredible Thank you so much. Well, honey, thank you so much for spending the time listening to this episode and having this conversation with Courtney and I. It was such an honor to speak with her and just to hear her wisdom and her heart for the Lord, how she constantly reminded us uh, to seek our own hearts, to go back to Jesus and to be praying. If you are really interested and were inspired at all by today's episode and want to know more about modesty, make sure you sign up for my email list. Every Tuesday, I send out free devotionals and I send out also resources too. Um, This month we're talking about modesty for the next few podcast episodes. So as I send out emails, they're going to be geared towards encouraging content and inspiring content for you guys about modesty. Uh, And I'd love for you to be able to get that free devotional every Tuesday. So if you haven't already, make sure you click the link in my show notes below to sign up for my email list. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram at inspiringhoney. And it would mean so much if you could share this episode with a friend as well as leave a and review that means so much to me and if this episode encouraged you make sure that you share it on your instagram story and tag me and courtney 